0: Well, it's fun to welcome Thomas Yu to MSU today. Thomas is Michigan State University's new Chief Information Security Officer. Tom, good to have you on the program.
1: Thanks, Russ. It's great to be here.
0: Can you start by telling us a little bit about your background and your career path that has led you now to MSU?
1: Well, sure. Um, I'm uh, from the Cleveland area, Cleveland, Ohio, um, in the, uh, and I was formerly at Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland. You may have seen that in the news last week, uh, the big debate happened there, and uh, that was the news. The good news was it was the debate. The, the best news from a security professional standpoint was all the other stuff that could have happened, wasn't seen, and didn't happen. Um, so I've been at Case Western Reserve for about 14 years. Um, it was a big move to, to join up with the, leaving the Spartans of Case Western to come to the Spartans of Michigan State. <laughs> So I didn't have to change mascots there, um, which is good. Um, in the time I was there, we did a lot of really fun things um, to, to, to enhance the security of the program for sure. Um, it's a research university heavily laden with um, clinical and translational uh, research. Um, there's a big NSF group and a lot of um, engineering things going on. And it was really exciting to you know, know the ins and outs of how a university works. So I'm really excited to come up to uh, Michigan State here and learn a whole nother organization structure, a whole lot of no- new people, build a bunch of new relationships. Um, before I was at Case Western, I was at NASA in the Glenn Research Center in Cleveland. Uh, there we were running a nationwide information security program. And sometimes people say, you know, is NASA kind of like a university it is in a sense that uh, there's a lot of engineering research going on lots of PhDs running around happily doing their work, a lot of people doing a lot of risk management and. Um, and also 10 congressional districts so just call it 10 campuses around the country, each with their own uh, political interests in Washington DC for a federal agency. Um, I was uh, involved in a number of operations, in particular, the Columbia Accident Investigation Board. After you remember the Columbia had that uh, casualty uh, piece of foam came off and hit the leading edge of the of the uh, orbiter. And then uh, on its reentry, uh, it caused a, a catastrophic failure and the loss of life. And the investigation project needed a lot of information security and uh, information technology support, and our team was able to provide that. Um I've also got a background of working in insurance. Um, I was at Progressive Insurance before flow. And um, and before that, I was in the, in the military, I was in the Navy for about 10 years. So all those things sort of wrapped up into giving me sort of a, a, a multifaceted background in order to bring to bear in the information security field. And it's been a lot of fun.
0: So, Tom, what attracted you to this position at Michigan State University? Now, it sounds like you were quite happy and doing well at Case Western. Why MSU for you?
1: Well, MSU posed a, a number of interesting uh, uh, perspectives. Obviously, it's a, it's a much larger, more complex university than Case Western Reserve. Um, it's also uh, been doing a lot of growth, and in particular, I've um, your your CIO uh, and Melissa Wu. I've worked with her over several years in different higher education activities. Uh, she comes very well regarded in the community. And I think it turned out to be the the place where they, that sort of got me the idea into interviewing. And then I started seeing all, all the neat things that are going on here. And um, in a sense, can I bring what I have in terms of experience and and, and and uh, and goals to um, help develop the leadership amongst IT teams and the security team overall and help Michigan State become um, a a little more um, agile from an IT standpoint and uh, able to respond to the the constantly growing security threat.
0: And Tom, how would you define information security and sort of describe your role at MSU?
1: Well, um, to define information security, needs to help us understand the difference between data and information. And quite often people do, used to call it data security, like I'm securing this system, this IT database, so nobody who's not allowed can get in. Um, that would be great. The easiest way to do that would be actually to cut it off of uh, network, any networking. Um, but information security, in a broader sense, brings you the concept of that information is supposed to be dispersed and used. In higher education, in particular, that information needs to be non-constrained. And I I bring that up as a researcher myself. I've got a master's degree in chemistry, and I I did publications. And, you know, there's that old adage, uh, Russ, publish or perish. And if we keep thinking about how we are protecting information, let yet balancing out the risk of deploying it, giving it away, um, making it broader and broadly available to the community, because that's what the mission of the university is, to discover knowledge and to disseminate it and share it. I didn't say data, I said knowledge. And knowledge is on the top of the stack of information. So I have data that helps us define information, and then you use that to you know, to create knowledge. Protecting that means making sure its, uh, its integrity has, been, has not been modified, um, meaning that Just because we stored it on the hard drive means that it's correct. Um, And uh, and over time, uh, science comes to new conclusions off of old data and then old information. And so that knowledge does definitely grow from that perspective. As the chief information security officer, um, my role is to help ensure that all the IT systems and all the workflow that goes on around that helps the education and research missions achieve their goals now sometimes that means turning things off for a little while and then getting them back in order to take appropriate risks Um, but the biggest picture is um, i'm essentially going to be michigan state's uh, i.t risk manager and that means not running away from risk it means taking some and understanding what those qualities it takes to take risk uh, without exposing us too far obviously um, they've the information security and, and higher education has run into broad challenges as we've moved a lot of things into um, cloud-based resources, and that it's clear that the information technology has revolutionized how higher education works in the last 20 years. Um, this is just a part of that.
0: Well, Tom, as you get started at MSU, do you have maybe some short-term goals you want to strive for and then maybe even some longer-term goals or a vision for your area
1: well uh, that's a, a challenging question uh, it's been five days but i do have you know some perspectives of what's going on in higher education overall plus uh things that are happening here at michigan state that i've seen in the short time i do know that there's a big push to to get the um the endpoint security product the semantic product um uh, finding a, a valuable replacement for that um that's no secret that many uh People that many organizations that are running semantic endpoint protection have seen the market change as another vendor, Broadcom, purchased that uh, vendor, and then uh, so um, like my old institution, we were finding ways to replace that. That's a big, uh, big project that's underway, and I see that as um, my goal to help uh, find that right answer, uh, right solution, so, so we can get data from uh, an endpoint uh, program. It used to be us that you'd have to worry about. You need, everybody needs antivirus and anti-malware and anti-spam um, tools on their computer. Nowadays, um, you need much more than that. You need what's called an endpoint detection response product. So it does any, any number of security things for every user on their endpoint. Um, the endpoint meaning a laptop or a desktop. Um, servers and other types of resources need different kinds of uh, controls and protections. But it allows us to take a posture that, um, can can let the user do uh, any number of things without infecting themselves and infecting others. Um, That's been a thing for uh, at least 10 years that um, we can start to track, um, put new tools on the endpoint for a user to protect themselves as well as to protect protect the enterprise. Additionally, I think we are really going to refine the security strategy for the uh, the university, the information security strategy in particular. And then I'm looking forward to uh, connecting um, with decision decision makers and stakeholders through a number of other committees, which will help um, the university overall see some governance uh, and have inputs on how we make decisions on the security, information security side. Um, The last thing I really wanna do is to make decisions in a vacuum. Um, That's a a key lesson learned from working at any university. Um, There are stakeholders and they have varying points of interest um, and sometimes how research is done in, in, in higher education often means you've got um, government requirements to lay specific security programs and that were often much larger in scope and scale than a department or a research team could do that requires a university-wide impact and then um input i'm sorry and that um so in in a, in a nutshell i'm really aiming at can we get some of these new tools out can we update our two-factor authentication service, which I believe is also a project underway, and then getting the committees and, and, uh, and, and stakeholder inputs into driving a security strategy?
0: Well, Thomas, what would you say are some of the challenges in achieving those goals and, and also some of the opportunities as you secure MSU's information?
1: Well, um, I think the very first one that's obvious to us all is uh, COVID-19 has changed the way we do operations. It's changed uh, the economy of the world. And um, all of case, uh, uh, sorry, all of Michigan State. You can see still new, I still knew I slipped. <laughs> um, all of Michigan State is is virtual and remote. Uh, with example, with the exception of people that do essential services on campus, police, safety, and some of the hospitality. Um, but it changes the threat um, envelope, or maybe the threat uh, exposure uh, of the user computers working remotely from home they don't have some of the same controls to protect them from attack um, from Internet space sources. And so that's spread out our, our threat surface, if you call it. Um, that's probably the top thing right now. How do we um, help users who are used to working from home and now have been doing it for four or five months, maybe more, almost eight, right? For you guys, um, for us, that would be uh, to protection of those endpoints and those users and the data they use the second piece is um Michigan state has just had in in the spring a ransomware attack and those have, the attackers have pivoted the way they they uh, adjust their their response because they want money and they've been demanding ransoms by encrypting your your infrastructure and taking you offline out of business and uh, now they've actually pivoted to exfiltrating data and threatening to um, disclose that, especially if it was sensitive information, uh, without paying a ransom. Now, do you trust them to uh, not disclose it if, if you paid the ransom? Uh, I think that's one of our problems we'll have to deal with altogether. And that's not just Michigan State. I'm, I'm pretty much certain that's everybody in the higher education environment, plus anybody that has any IT um, infrastructure exposed to the internet, which is pretty much everybody.
0: Well, Thomas, we discussed uh, off the air that October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and I just wonder if you might have a few tips for all of us, not only the MSU employees you were talking about working at home with maybe not all the security, but just users in general. Are there some some good tips you can offer us?
1: Well, sure. Um, and Russ, it's, it's a perennial issue to talk about uh, phishing and, and, and uh, And unsolicited email attacks, those do continue. Um, And I think we want to make sure people are aware that if you receive emails that have what looks like an attachment or even like an invoice that may be mirroring a a business process you're familiar with, um, you have to still be very wary of those. That is how um, most of the ransomware attacks are still occurring. They send you uh, an attachment, the email systems don't shred or don't filter that out. And um, oftentimes, it's a Microsoft Word document that you have to download and operate. And it will um, take advantage of unknown vulnerabilities within your um, desktop and then um, start to infect your machine. And then it works its way across your network. And it can happen at blistering speeds. So the phishing still is a very top of the mind uh, awareness activity that we want to make sure people do uh, are aware of, in particular. The second thing to think about is um, that I've seen in the past uh, five or six months is still the f- spoofed email. They look up uh, The attackers look up your department directory and they see who all the faculty members are. They spoof the name of one and say, hey, I need your help. Um, that's the classic gift card scam. Um, I'm in a meeting and I can't get back to you right now, so just send me this stuff. Can you go buy me some gift cards and I'll pay you back? I promise. And that um, has turned out to be something that people are quite uh, susceptible to. Um, I haven't seen any statistics on it at Michigan State yet, um, but I've seen a couple of incidents of my, on my own um, back at my other university where um, faculty are distracted by grading finals and feel that they needed to go do this, um, buy somebody some gift cards. And um, it's how uh, – preying on people's trust of each other, and, and you still need to have some sort of suspicion – of only online interactions. Uh, Those are the two top main things to think through. Um, We are gonna be making some more uh, concerted campaigns about using two-factor authentication um, throughout all of Michigan State University authentication environments. And that will be meaning encouraging students, especially if you're a student here, to go enroll in the service so that when it's presented to you, you are um, easily rolled into, um, you can easily authenticate to certain environments. Uh, account theft is still a big problem um, and it's mostly because you've been phished or you reused credentials and i think that's going to be our, our overall message uh, throughout Cybersecurity awareness month and, you know making sure people know about phishing making sure people know about the use and benefits of multi-factor authentication not only on your michigan state accounts but imagine all your other personal accounts and banking accounts and social media accounts because those are also targeted and um, in general then uh, ransomware awareness is going to be a big deal uh, obviously, it's going to be on the top of mind for the next year or two for, other, for, for Michigan State, as well as other universities that have experienced the same attack. And uh, that seems to be the, the, the top of the things that we could be doing here in October, uh, beginning, uh, it, it's every October. Right, but I also think that every month should be Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Hey, that's just me.
0: <laughs> well, good, good stuff for us, Sir Thomas. Well, as we kind of wrap up, just what message would you like to leave with the Spartan community as you get started again as our Chief Information Security Officer?
1: Well, I look forward to coming up to the campus. Um, I, I live in Ohio right now, and we're all remote. And at some point, you'll see um, see me around campus. I wear a cowboy hat and boots. Um, I think that'll fit right in with the Spartans <laughs> and um, overall I look forward to uh, you know helping this program get along and using what uh, things we know um, within MSUIT as well as across the uh, higher education security community which I bring a good deal of friends and connections in order to um, help improve the whole overall posture that Michigan State has. I do know that um, there are challenges to higher education. And we wanna make sure that education, as I said, starts with data, moves to information, moves to knowledge. And those three different steps have security in each one of them. And uh, security is gonna be able to ena- enable and enhance a number of those things and hopefully um, inhibit the, the problems that do occur from being in a world where um, respect for boundaries like that, you know the internet boundary is, is gone and and i think that's it, it's important for us to understand that and understand where we're going and i hope to bring that um that sort of focus and attention to these issues uh, throughout uh my my future here at michigan state university
0: well tom it's great to have you welcome uh, to spartan country and uh thanks for letting us get to know you a little bit better through this conversation.
1: Well, thanks, Russ, and I look forward to talking to you more.
0: That's Thomas C.U. He's Michigan State University's new Chief Information Security Officer, and I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.